0: Prior to this pandemic, the opioid crisis and the overdose crisis was number one on Dr. Bonnie
1: Henry's list. Uh, Earlier today, Health Minister Adrian Dix was on the Mike Smith show and reiterated the most important of messages.
0: The world pandemic is having other effects on our society, profound effects. People are alone more and people are already isolated. Uh, They're more likely, of course, to to die alone. And uh, that's what's going on in B.C. as well. Uh, a toxic supply, drug supply, has become more toxic uh, in the last uh, couple of months. You know, this is a time to reach out to people, and we can't sometimes do it physically, but to reach out to people you love and make sure they're okay and encourage them to be okay because the things that we can do, we're going to take and have been taking time. They've been having some effect, a positive effect, they're taking time. The situation has got very much worse very quickly, and uh, part of that is, is reaching out and helping one another.
1: And this is what Andy Watson at BC Corners said to sum up that message. And and you've heard from our partners, you know, we continue to advocate for people not to use alone. So buddy up, um, have a system if you can use at a supervised consumption or overdose prevention site and or have your drugs checked before using that. That's a message we're trying to share.
0: All right. When the uh, BC Corners report was released yesterday, our next guest was uh, following it with her statement on the spiking overdose numbers here in BC. BC Liberal MLA for North Van Seymour, an opposition critic for mental health and addictions, uh, Jane Thornthwaite joins us. Thanks for doing this.
1: Oh, thank you, Jody.
0: So let's talk through your reaction to that report. Um, I've gotten your statement here. I've Do you feel as though we're spinning our wheels a little bit with regard to this, seeing these numbers spike up, or can this be pointed directly at COVID-19 and the pandemic as well as a tainted drug supply?
1: Well, it's a combination of uh, uh, several things. Uh, The fact is that the number of overdoses has been steadily increasing ever since our government in 2016 declared a public health emergency. And at that time, in 2016, we put forward um, harm reduction measures, uh, overdose prevention sites, supervised injection sites, increased naloxone, and and harm reduction um, measures to keep people alive. But it's not enough. And so I have been advocating uh, ever since um, I became the opposition critic, and we're we're now on to three, three years, that harm reduction measures are not enough. What we need to do is get people into treatment and into eventually, if possible, recovery. And we don't have the wraparound care here in Bridge Columbia. We are stuck on harm reduction, which is very necessary to keep people alive, but these overdose deaths prove that and the increase during COVID proves that it's not enough because the overdose totals were increasing even before COVID. The deaths were going down because our harm reduction measures were working. In other words, we're keeping people alive. But we're not getting to the root of the addiction. We're not getting to the pain, the trauma, the mental illness. All of these things that lead people to go into addiction, we're not addressing. So I have been advocating for wraparound care, getting people into treatment and recovery for years. And now with these deaths, these tragic deaths because of, of COVID and people are, are using alone, tragically, more people are using alone um, and availability of some services has, in some cases, ceases to exist. The problem is, is that now these people are dying more. And these and numbers are an absolute tragedy. They're highest deaths that we've ever, ever seen here in British Columbia. And we need to turn this around. And until we get into a proper wraparound service of treatment leading to recovery, it's going to continue to uh, exacerbate itself either with COVID or if COVID leaves, if we're not getting to the root of the addiction, it's going to still go on.
0: Yes. So with May 2020 total numbers uh, representing the highest number of illicit drug toxicity deaths ever recorded in a month in British Columbia how do we quickly turn that around? Because obviously the services that you're suggesting come into play, the wraparound services, the support services, helping people with the root cause of addiction and the pain that is at the the root of this, as as Dr. Bonnie Henry was saying in her press conference uh, yesterday, is how these are our brothers and sisters, our friends, our aunts, our uncles, our parents. This, is, this isn't a downtown east side problem. This is throughout British Columbia. And what we're seeing more so than any Anything else, according to the numbers from the BC Coroner Services, is how those por- post-mortem toxicology results are saying that this, these deaths are due to extreme fentanyl concentrations. Are you in favor of, of having a safe drug, drug supply for those who are fighting addiction?
1: Well, we definitely need to keep people alive. And, and there is definitely a need for safe supply. But if we've got people that are in chronic addiction and not getting the help to prevent them from exacerbating more of their addiction, and many of these people have more than one addiction. They have more than one substance that, you're, that they're using. Right. So safe supply, if you're, if you're dealing with like um, the, the, uh, the opioid uh, um, substitution therapies like Suboxone or Methadone, et cetera, those are uh, researched, they work, but we also have to deal with what is happening with that individual within their addiction and why, and to help them, to treat them. This is a chronic disease. People I agree with you on that. that.
0: I agree with you. Having lost somebody to that, actually having lost more than one. To this, uh, it feels a little cart before the horse, trying to get the treatment before stopping the 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 Russian roulette with these street drugs. I mean, it feels like Russian roulette, and we're all being told to self isolate and socially distance, which means people, whether they're using it in an SRO or using it in some high flying fancy mansion up on the hill, they're they're using alone and dying. So, so yeah. wouldn't the first piece of this puzzle be to offer? A, a safe alternative to street drugs, and then create the wraparound needs to address the pain and, and, and the root causes of addiction? Yes, that's,
1: that's exactly what, what we're proposing. But the okay. problem is, is if there is not the wraparound supports and the access to treatment and recovery, then that's not going to happen. It's just going to be right. a chronic um, addiction that is not treated. So you're absolutely right that we have to help these people and prevent them from dying. This is the tragedy. But if we're not offering treatment and recovery options after they have been saved, their lives have been saved, what's just going to happen is they're just going to go back out again. And what's going to happen when the drug supply um, opens up, the borders open up, and there's more Mm -hmm. options out there? I mean, I just had today just talked to... Um, a woman that is in recovery, and she had said, and, and somebody mentioned this on your program um, earlier, I think Mike, Mike Smith mentioned it, that the, the CERB, the, the money yes. that is coming in um, for, for people, there, there's no accountability. So of course addicts are going to use it to fill their addiction. And this woman that I talked to that's in recovery said that's exactly what's happening. So we need to have programs that are available for people once they have got access to the safe supply to help them into treatment and recovery as opposed right. to just propagating this addiction with more drugs.
0: It is, it is sort of a cyclical problem and certainly one that all British Columbians are hoping there is resolution to and quickly because the number of people dying due to... Tainted drug overdose, illicit drug overdoses is just mind-boggling. Uh, Jane, thank you for taking some time out for us and giving us your perspective. It, it kind of it, it reminds us that we need to be engaged and vocal and connected to those who we know who have addiction and remove the stigma and maybe reach out and help them find that wraparound care. Really do appreciate you taking the time.
1: Absolutely, thank you very much, Jody.
0: You're very welcome. As mentioned on the Mike Smith miss. Crossover, excuse me, I was telling you that uh, Sarah Blythe from the Overdose Prevention Society is going to join us. She's the executive director there. That's the stat off the coroner's report that's really something else. When you use in a safe injection site or in a safe space, the number of deaths there, zero.